Welcome to the Live Awaken podcast, life coaching for women physicians of color. Create more freedom to simply be who you want to be. Do the things that make you feel alive and create a deeper connection with those you love. It's time to choose you. I'm your host, Dr. Pyle Patel Guile. Hi, welcome to episode number two, the shoulds. So what does that even mean? And why am I doing an episode on shoulding? Well, first and foremost, I think we are all very well aware of the should. We've been shoulded by society, shoulded by our families and our parents, and we've been shoulded by ourselves. So what does that mean to be shitted? Well, we tell ourselves, or we're told a story of the ideal situation and how life quote should be, right? So growing up, let's get into it. A couple examples. You should get straight A's. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, growing up, you know, as a first generation immigrant in, in the United States, there was a lot of sacrifices that were made so I could live in this country where there was so much freedom, right? Um, more freedom than what my, uh, parents experienced more freedom than what my ancestors had experienced. So a lot was riding on my shoulders. And every time a report card came home, I would freak out if it wasn't perfect. This is because I should be getting straight A's. I should be doing well and as close to perfect as possible because a lot of sacrifices were made so I can live this life. Well, the first time I came home with something other than straight A's, I had a complete emotional breakdown. No one said anything to me. Uh, maybe someone, you know, my parents did mention in the past, you know, um, you have to get straight A's when you're when I was younger. But when I was a teenager, all of that was me. And I remember I took AP Calculus. Now you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like AP Calculus is completely optional. And I like math, but Calculus is just not my cup of tea. And I got like a B. And I freaked out. And I was, I didn't understand. And I was crying in class. It was, it was a whole hot mess. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Especially if you grew up in a household where like grades and, um, education was like hyper emphasized, right? Because there's a lot riding on it. If you do well in school, uh, there, you're going to get into good college. If you get into good college, then you get to, you know, have this ideal profession or career where there is stability, financial success. And many times, um, there's a societal acceptance of like this really, uh, 
respected profession. And so um, being a doctor was a huge deal for our family. Um, and, And it's interesting because I have an second uncle who went into medicine and he loves, he used to tell me the story that the whole village came to drop him off at the train station because he was living out their dream. And so of course his kids said, no, thank you, dad. We don't want to go into medicine. We see the lifestyle and we're not interested. So when I went into medicine, it was like a very proud moment for our family and for the extended family because it was a very respectable career. And one of the things that my uh, parents said to me, I can't remember exactly which parent it was, that you will always get paid for the work that you do as a physician, even if it's through an exchange of fruit or oranges. So you can go to some village in the middle of nowhere, and if you treat them, they'll still come and, and, and give, them, give you what they have. Um, which I thought was very fascinating that that was a story that they told themselves. So it was a big deal, right? And so I had a lot of pressure on myself to do well because in my house, it was doctor or bust. Now, if you guys kind of grew up like me, and I'm sure you did if you're listening to my podcast, these were the three options doctor, engineer, or finance. Literally three choices. For some of our friends who grew up not like us, they had all the options in the world to do anything that they wanted to do, right? Be an artist, uh, be a designer, um, chef, you know, my secret, my secret um, career is um, pastry chef. I'm obsessed. But all the options were out there, but there was no stability according to uh, our my parents' generation, right? And you guys can totally understand this. And so, of course, I was going to go into medicine, right? I'm, I can help people as if like other people don't help people, right? Like, of course, our teachers are helping people. Uh, those people who do uh, accounting, they help people. The gardener helps people. Like the chef helps people. But in my family, those were not options. This is what was the option is that we're going to you know, aim for the most secure, stable career. So when I got that report card back, Because I told myself a story that now that I have a B on my report card, I'm not going to do well with my final grades. I'm not going to be top one of the top students in my high school. And then I won't get into a good college and then I won't get into med school and then game over. That's called catastrophizing, right? You guys know this, but in coaching, this is such a common thing that happens when We put so much pressure and weight on one thing and make it mean so much, right? Okay, did I get straight A's that year? No. Am I a doctor right now? Yes. 
Is my job completely secure? No, especially those of us who went through a lot of transitions, you know, with the changing climate because of the pandemic, uh, political, uh, financial changes. Yeah, there is no stability anywhere and we can create stability everywhere. Right. And I'll get into that in later episodes of, of what, what I mean by that. Um, but yeah, I made it mean everything when I didn't get what I should have gotten on my grades. All right. Now let's fast forward a little bit. What other shoulds come up for us? We've covered the whole career part of it, right? Um, what about at home? I should have a family, get married, have children, and my family should uh, show up and do things that are acceptable, right? Kids go to a good school, they do well, there's sports, there's social events for the adults, there's hosting, a lot of um, keeping up with the Joneses, right? But I guess we can call it something else. Um, you know, for our homes, you just like keep keeping up, right? Um, why? Why do we have to do any of those things? My kids, they're hilarious. So I have two boys, for those of you who don't already know. And let's just say they're not the most athletic kids. And for me, that is kind of interesting because I grew up playing sports, swimming, tennis, everything. But my husband grew up playing recreational sports and nothing competitive. And when I look at my kids, I push them to try new things. I don't care. Like I'm not raising a David Beckham, right? Like that for sure. I know. Um, maybe one day they decide that they love the sport or they want to do more. But I just want them to try new things. Technically, if you think about it, that's a should. I have that should in my head. That my children should try new things. And when they don't want to, guess who's upset? Me. I want to let you guys in on a little secret. Something that I learned and it's been life-changing. I know you guys all love math because <laughs> if you're doctors, you have to know how to do math to get where you are, especially as a pediatrician. We have to calculate all our dosing in uh, kilograms. So we're constantly converting pounds to kilograms for dosing. So should equals could plus shame. Wow. I know. Mind blowing should equals could plus shame. So the same sentence, you can replace the word should with could and you will feel completely different about it. It's fascinating what that extra level of shame does to the way that you feel, the way that you show up and the results that you get in your life. So now I'm going to put that into action. 
My kids should try new things. My kids could try new things. Right? There's a lightness to the second one. Right? I could go into medicine. I could see more patients. I could cut down on my hours to have more work-life integration. I could work out before I leave for work. I could skip the sugary drink that I love so much. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Starbucks fan, and so you will hear me talk about Starbucks all the time. Should equals could plus shame. Where else are we shooting ourselves? We talked about how we do it in a professional life, how we do it with our families. What about with ourselves? I should eat healthier. I should do something so I can lose the extra 10, 20, 30 pounds. Right? I should do something about my skin, my hair. My house should look clean. So many different things that we shut ourselves about. And whenever we find ourselves doing that, and I find myself doing that, at the end of the day, I don't end up actually taking action or getting the goal that I wanted to get or striving harder or stronger. Despite what you've been taught for the last three, four, five decades, negativity and negative thoughts don't encourage you to do better. Putting yourself down, um, telling you're showing yourself that you've been wrong, that you can do better, doesn't push you to do better. This goes against everything that we've learned in our training. You know, when um, you were a resident and you presented a case to your attending, there was a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety about it, right? Because there's a lot of expectation that they have on you, you have on yourself. Most of the time, we would remember all the things that we could have done better. Or we were told that, you know, this part of the exam could have been better. The history you could have included this. Um, none of that pushed us to do better. We pushed ourselves to do better, not from a space of scarcity or not being enough, but we pushed ourselves because there was something else in our mind telling us that, you know what? I can do this. I can do better. And it's not because this negative cycle works. So I just want us to remember that when we're interacting with our patients, our spouses, our partners, 
our children, our friends. How does it feel when you're shitted? And does that really push you to strive and achieve? Or does it push you away? Should equals could plus shame. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Hey, if you're ready to advocate for yourself by listening to your inner voice so you can live in freedom, wake up every day with purpose, and enjoy your work and family, check out my website at www.pileguile.com. On the website, you'll have the opportunity to join my program, sign up for a free workshop, or just check out my blog. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend, leave a review, or just reach out. I'd love to hear from you.